Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the Diesel Podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube and aren't subscribed, make sure and click the subscribe button, like, comment, let us know what you think about the episode. If there's a suggestion that you have for a particular guest or topic, we're always checking comments on YouTube. Love to be able to take your guys' suggestions and then create future episodes from them. Today I'm going to be joined by Donna from Gen Y Hitch. They've got a really cool promotion going on called Ditch Your Hitch, which we wanted to learn more about that. Also some cool new things that they're working on um, for accessories for the outdoor lifestyle, for towing. They've got a ton of cool things. So it's going to be a great conversation to chat with them, see what's new and uh, what they're what they're designing, manufacturing and building for diesel truck owners. If you're in the market for a knife, our friends over at Kershaw Knives have a 20% off site-wide discount code for you. Uh, use code 20diesel at kershaw.kaiusa.com. We really appreciate them offering this just for diesel podcast listeners. So it's a great way to save some money on some really cool gear. So if you've got um, you know a need for a knife for EDC or hunting, fishing, um, something at work or around the house, they've got a ton of choices, encompass a bunch of different budget levels. And th- this year, 2023, when we chatted with them in January, they were talking about a bunch of new releases that they had and that those releases have continued like their newest model, the Duralock model. It's really cool. I've got a few of them myself and the opening mechanism is super sweet. And the way that the blade closes, the way that it opens and closes, keeps your fingers away from the blade. The blade is D2 steel, which is awesome. And then also there's different types of handle materials, uh, shapes, different blade shapes. So if you're in the market, definitely make sure and head on over to their website, check them out and use code 20 diesel for 20% off site wide. All right, let's get to today's podcast with Donna from Gen Y Hitch and talking about their Ditch Your Hitch campaign, and then also some new products that they have, the big move they're getting ready to complete, and uh, just learn more about Gen Y and ways that their products can help all of us, whether we're towing, hauling, doing things outdoors, and ways we can make our trucks more capable. Donna, welcome back to the Diesel Podcast. I've enjoyed our chats through, um, gosh, the last six months or maybe even a little bit longer about hitches and all the information that I've learned. You guys got a ton of new things going on with a big promotion, maybe a sneak peek at a new product release and the big move. So I wanted to catch up with you and chat a little bit. So welcome back to the podcast. Yeah. Thank you, Patrick. We're really excited to be back on. Um, Yeah. We've been on your podcast, I think three or four times now. And every time it's been really fun for our team um, to be able to watch it back and then share with our followers as well. Yeah. There's always always great insights where I think, okay, I'm going to be talking about towing. I'm going to be talking about materials. And I learned something new about what you guys are doing or the way that you run the company and interact and yeah. the way people work together. So it's always really cool, which is one of my favorite parts of podcasts is kind of humanizing the company yeah. or learning more about it. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I love my job. So getting the chance to share, you know, about our team and what we stand for, our values it's always a blast. So thanks for having us again. I did want to ask you something about towing because when I think of it, I almost, not for everyone, but I view it almost seasonally. Like the weather warms up. Now people are thinking about going camping and they're planning stuff for the summer. What kind of 
flow do you guys have throughout the year with people asking questions about, you know, do I need the torsion flex or what do I do with this? Does it change throughout the year or is it just, you know, pretty much because you guys are so big and there's so many Mm -hmm. people that know about you where it's pretty much constant throughout the whole year? Yeah, I would say the questions that we do get are constant throughout the year. Um, Now, this time of year, anywhere from like beginning of April to May to beginning of June is what we call our peak season where the weather is warming up. So people are getting their campers out. They're getting all their toys out, realizing they need a new hitch or they want to upgrade their hitch. And so this is really the busiest time of the year for us. Throughout the year, though, we get questions on the torsion flex or what makes our products different. You know, where are we located? What do we specialize in? That's pretty consistent throughout the year. It's been really interesting because as I've learned more about Gen Y and the products and how they work, I've started to, when I see a truck that has a hitch, I look to see exactly what brand it is now. Whereas before, yep. I don't know if I ever did. It, it wasn't like a focal point, but now I look and I'm like, oh, they got a Gen Y or, oh, they don't. They need to call them. You know, so it's been Yes. <laughs> Even here internally, we joke about that all the time. It's, it's almost out of habit now. Now that you're aware of Gen Y hitch, you're like, oh, you know, what do they run? <laughs> what kind of hitch do they have on their truck? So you're not the only one. You guys have a really cool promotion, and I've seen on Instagram and TikTok and other places you guys have posted about it. I wanted to make sure our listeners hear it from you um, first, which is the Ditch Your Hitch campaign. Can you tell us about it, what people need to do, how it all works? Yeah, absolutely. So it's called Ditch Your Hitch, and really the idea behind it is us encouraging our customers to ditch their old rusty hitch or ball mount and upgrade to a Gen Y hitch. All they have to do is purchase a bumper pull hitch from us or an authorized dealer between April 1st to October 1st of this year. And then you print off the ditch your hitch form on our website, fill that out, and then include a proof of purchase in a package that you're going to send to us with your old hitch or rusty ball mount. And then once we receive that in with your proof of purchase, we will send you $50 cash And then we also wanted to do kind of a fun incentive for our followers and customers. And so each month we will be doing $500 giveaways. So if they share on their social media platforms, a video or picture of them ditching their old hitch and upgrading to a Gen Y hitch, they get entered to win $500 cash. So this is the first month into the promotion so far. So we're getting ready to do that drawing and um, gift somebody $100 for entering. That's a really cool promotion. And it it goes back, I didn't plan this, but when I had mentioned about looking to see what kind of hitch somebody has, I noticed so many of them, it could be a a nice truck, nice wheels, tires. And I see this rusty, the paint has come off or whatever it is. And it's just an eyesore. And I think that a lot is you have such a nice truck, everything fits and it's the lifestyle. I think we've talked about that before is Um, you know, these trucks and how we use them is almost a way of life for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you don't want to see some rusty hitch hanging off the back when there's so many like the torsion flex or or other products you guys have that are really, really cool. It's a great way to be able to save some money and get entered to win some cash. Yeah. And, you know, with how our hitches are designed, it, it almost is an accessory on the back of your truck, but at the same time, it's functional. So it looks good, but it also works. And um, that's why it's easy to stand behind the product. And, you know, shows like SEMA, for example, have done great for exposing us in, in that arena of, hey, this hitch is really cool looking and modern and innovative, but it's functional at the same time. 
one of the things I look forward to every week when I'm opening up a social media platform is these posts you guys do where I think they're customers that send you videos or pictures where somebody has rear-ended their truck and they've hit the hitch and there's nothing wrong with the truck, the bumper. I mean, I don't, some of them, you don't even see anything wrong with it. But the cars that do it or the smaller vehicles that do it, I mean, it's it's a testament to how strong they are. It, it, they're very, it's very interesting to see them. Yeah, one of our customers coined the name the Rear Ender Defender. <laughs> so that's that's what we're calling it now. But yeah, we, we've been getting more and more photos and videos from our customers of, like you said, accidents where they were at a stoplight or um parked somewhere and somebody hit them head on you know going full speed and their hitch might have like a scratch or you know some paint flaked off somewhere but the other car that hit them is completely destroyed so it is definitely a testament to uh, our manufacturing gen y tech uh, our manufacturing facility and just how strong these hitches are built you had mentioned kind of the peak season of the weather warming up and, and going, uh, doing things outside and towing. What is something that someone's listening to this right now and they look outside and they're like, yeah, my hitch is rusty and it doesn't look good. And I like this promotion. What is something they should factor into their decision if they jump on your website as to which one to get or different options or something common that someone's going to ask you guys if they're looking to make a change in their hitch setup this year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the thing that I would ask first is what are you trying to achieve? Um, you know, with the torsion flex, it creates a smoother ride. So when you're towing, are you always white knuckling it when you're driving down the road because you've got a heavy load and you're getting you know, chucked and bucked around in your truck all the time? So I kind of open up the conversation with that to see if that's something that they experienced. Otherwise, if they're usually towing a lighter load, then we've got a lot of really great options and products that we've come out over the last year that really focus on light duty towing. Um, and then from there, just looking at what your application is and um, what type of trail you're towing. Do you need height adjustability? Do you want a smoother ride? Do you want a mixture of both? And then kind of go from there. The other day, I uh, it, it was after podcasting, I'm just relaxing. And I opened um, Instagram and I'm flipping through it and I saw this post you guys had with a gif of John Cena and it said what it's like to tow with a torsion <laughs> flex. And I've had people ask me, well, what's yes. it like? I've heard Carl talk about it. I've heard Donna talk about it. I'm like, copy link, send. And it was yeah. <laughs> it was brilliant because that's how I haven't I haven't towed with one. Um, I don't really tow that much. I, I'm probably not the typical mm -hmm. diesel truck owner. But that's how I understood it to be, is being able to remove a lot of the sway or a lot of the, the movement that you feel in a trailer with mm -hmm. something um, something else. And, and the way the Torsion Flex allows you to have that control or that feeling towing something. Yeah, it's designed to isolate your truck from your trailer in a sense and act as a suspension system. So not only does it protect you as a driver in your truck, your trailer, but also the assets or the investments that you're towing in your trailer. We've had a number of customers call in, you know, now with camping season, um, our executive is the product that's growing very rapidly, which is our fifth wheel hitch. And we've had certain customers that don't know each other, but have called in to tell us testimonies of where um, there was one customer that put a water bottle on a counter in their fifth wheel camper 
and they complained of always having damage internally to their fifth wheel camper where the cabinets would fly open stuff would fall out or they forgot to secure something they would find it broken later on when they got to their destination and Strummer left this water bottle on his counter he got to his destination and that water bottle was still standing up on his counter where he left it so you hear stories like that and we're like wait can you say that again and can we post that so people can you know see and hear that this stuff actually works you know what we're preaching so yeah it's really designed to create a smoother ride protect you protect your assets and make sure you get to your destination safely a lot of those things that that you mentioned i can think back to experiences like I know what it's like going camping, we get there, you, you go into the trailer and you open up um, a cabinet or something and everything just falls out or yeah. everything's tumbled around. And it's one of those nuisances that I just thought was part of how it worked. You know, it was always like that as a kid or, you know, as right. an adult doing it, but I get, you know, it's not. Yes. Yep. For sure. The uh, I was thinking of another question with the Dish Your Hitch campaign. So the, the, the people who buy a Gen Y Hitch, they're sending in the old ones. Do you guys have a plan for, I'm sure, this huge mound of old hitches you guys are going to yeah. get? <laughs> We've talked about a couple of things. Um, somebody brought up blowing it up, but, you know, that got nixed really quickly. <laughs> um, somebody uh -huh. mentioned a bulldozer. Uh, we've had a couple of crazy ideas, so we'll see how many we receive and what we can do with them. People definitely need to follow you guys, not just for the amazing content, but also to see the stuff you guys are working on. Like that, that's going to be definitely something I'm sure is going to go viral, whatever you guys decide to, to do with it. And, you know, also the way you guys are able to relate the product, I guess it's still, I mentioned this the very first time we chatted, and it's it's still growing as you guys do such an amazing job at relating the product and the benefits sometimes it's humorous sometimes it's you know very technical but you guys relate the product to the end user so well that i wish more places could do it or would do it you know with other type things mm -hmm. um because it's brilliant I, i've had i've had yeah. um shop owners other you know companies in diesel who don't make hitches they make other things and they listened to our episode um it was right after sema where you chatted with me and we were talking about the culture and the things that you guys have built and they're like oh man gen y is like a leader if, if i could do that or if i can get there or if we as an industry can get there it would help relate products back to truck owners so much better than it does yeah and really the whole foundation of what the company is built on is innovation and i know i've preached a million times about our culture and what we stand for but really that's the bread and butter of who we are we serve our customers well we serve each other internally just as we would our customers and i think that makes all the world a difference for the culture that we've established and um the products that i mean it, it filters all the way through not only how we internally operate but how our products are made and we believe in our products and we can stand behind them um, for that reason. And so I, yeah, I appreciate those kind words. And I know that's something that we take a lot of pride in is to hear that. We've chatted um, a few times on the podcast about other products you make and it, that excitement that I have when 
I see on the schedule, like, hey, I'm going to be chatting with Gen Y this week. I'm really excited to chat um, with them and learn more. Some of these other things you guys are working on or are releasing or have released, can you tell me more about some of the accessories and the products that support the truck lifestyle that we've that we've discussed on the podcast? Yeah, I'm actually happy you brought that up. We are, so this has never been announced before. So this is exclusive to the Diesel Podcast that we are officially rolling out a hitch for O'Reilly Auto Parts. Um, I actually have a box here. Yes, it is monumental for Gen Y Hitch and we're so, so, so excited for that. But yes, here is the hitch that we will be rolling out at O'Reilly. This is a phantom hitch. So we have a phantom line of products currently on our website. Um, this specific hitch is rated for 5,000 pounds of towing capacity, comes with a two inch shank, a four and a half inch drop. Um, so in the next coming months, this will be rolling out at O'Reilly Auto Parts. And um, yeah, we're really excited for the launch of that. And we'll be also be offering that as well. So that's one of the newest products that we'll be rolling out. We are also working on a, I guess, I don't want to say too much about it, but it is a coupler um, that we're designing. And this is very unique to the trailer industry because nothing like it has been designed or created before. Um, it has a very unique safety feature on the coupler. Um, obviously it is made in America as all of our products are, but it is very innovative and it's a brand new design. I've got to ask you a ton of questions about the O'Reilly thing because it, (laughs) (laughs) so I cover, I cover diesel trucks and talk with companies a lot. And I've been around this industry for 12 years now. And I think deep down, no matter what part a company makes deep down, they want it to be stocked at a retailer that is in all 50 States all over the country. And it's almost like, for anyone that's into sports, I think it's almost like the Super Bowl or whatever championship of a sport somebody may watch because it is everywhere now. And that's such a testament to the product. And I, I know a ton of work goes into just the logistics and everything else. Yeah. What, what was that like internally when Gen Y achieved that? Um, because it, I don't want to understate what a huge accomplishment that is. Right. Yeah, it was a little bit of a freak out moment at first because it's like, okay, okay, we're here. And I mean, we still consider ourselves a small business and we are technically a small business. So being able to achieve something like this is, like I said, monumental for our business. Um, we've learned a lot along the way. And with the help of R&R Marketing Consultants, which is an outside representation firm that um helps us internally externally um, selling our product they really helped us get this onboarded with o'reilly so having them come in and help us and then internally us doing a lot of research a lot of emails back and forth with the o'reilly team you know even something as you know you see these boxes in a retail store but so much thought and time and energy goes into something like this so We've learned a lot along the way, and I'm sure we're still going to continue to learn as these are released to their stores, but um, we're really excited for what's next for us. This is where I see a a convergence of so many things we've talked about. The new building, the culture, the processes, the people. That's going to be a lot of of, uh, 
a lot of work, a lot of logistics and planning to get this all out there. And I see how it all fits together, which this is what I really love chatting about on the podcast is how things work yeah. and take place and, and go. So congratulations on that. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah thank you. It's, it's going to be a huge year for, for us because not only, you know, this deal, we also are moving into our new building in a few weeks. We're actually starting to move the machinery Monday morning, we've got the, the rigger set up to come at 6 a.m. And we're decommissioning our robotic machinery, lasers, um, the weld cells, everything is starting to move. And so it's kind of like, and also peak season of sales. So it's just, we're kind of running around on fumes right now at the office, but it's, there's such a palpable energy within the office that, yeah, we just are excited to see not only only this transition in phase of our company, but also what kind of doors that's going to open for us in the future. Can you remind me how far away is the new building from where you guys are now? It is right down the road from us, okay. not even a quarter mile, maybe a quarter mile from us right now. So that'll logistically make it a little bit easier to move the equipment and get everything kind of set up verse. Yeah, know. well, yeah. So our our manufacturing facility is actually um, about eight to 10 miles away from us. So our offices are here in Napanee, whereas manufacturing is in Bremen. So they've got a little bit of a ways, a couple of miles to come down the road, but not too far. So you're right. Logistically, it won't be too hard. Fingers crossed. <laughs> it was, it was really interesting. We were chatting before the podcast a little bit and um, he said, Hey, one of our followers had asked us this question. I thought, you know, I have wondered that as well. And that's where did the name Gen Y come from? Yeah, great question. Um, so Carl Burkholder, the founder owner of Gen Y Hitch early on had partnered up with a friend of his, whose name was Joel. And so when everything kind of started coming together with sign of his hitches and he decided to take it to market they were brainstorming a name and the first name they actually came up with was easy hitch they quickly realized that that had already been trademarked so that name was no longer available so they started just kind of spitballing ideas of what other names they could name it both of them are born in the generation y era um, and so I'm not really sure how that idea came about, but they started playing with the name Generation Y, Gen Y, and actually we were originally named Jenny Hitch. It was spelled G-E-N-Y Hitch. However, when they started getting on vendors and suppliers and working with, you know, area businesses, people would spell it with a J instead of a G. And they're like, well, this doesn't really make sense. Why name ourselves Jenny Hitch? And it's not really going with the flow of the business and who we are. And so they kind of decided to rebrand and name it Gen Y Hitch. And then from there it took off. And so in the logo, in the design of our logo, you notice that the Y is, it kind of looks like a road and it has an arrow moving up. And it's actually a really cool story. Carl had come up with the idea for that why as a representation um, of a road which kind of symbolic to how innovative and futuristic uh, gen y is and so that was a cute i guess not cute but neat <laughs> little addition to the the logo um of gen y hitch and so that's how we came to be i love i love finding out this stuff it, it always like the box you showed for uh, the yeah. O'Reilly's auto part um, yeah. product. Like 
I I know when I just walk through a store, I don't think oh, I wonder how many hours it took to do the layout and this and that, but there's a ton of work that goes into that, I'm sure. So much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I worked with the team on this box and um, you know, obviously it has to fit certain specifications per the O'Reilly stores, but also we want it to speak about who we are as a company and make it stand out and make it pop to catch people's attention. So a lot of hours were put into it and yeah, I'm excited to go into an O'Reilly store and finally see it for myself. How, how important is packaging and the design and the color and the font and the layout? How important is it? And I'm asking that question because a lot of our listeners are either younger business owners or companies that are growing and there is really no course. Well, I'm sure there are courses that talk about it, but it's not very common where you can go to somebody, a mentor or someone else and say, how do I make this box for my turbo look appealing or this exhaust manifold or mm -hmm. these other parts? So from your perspective and going to this incredible level that Gen Y is, how important is, is the packaging and everything that goes into it into appealing to that customer in a store? Mm -hmm. Well, from my perspective, I'm biased because I work in the marketing department at Gen Y Hitch, but I think it is crucial and vital to yourself as a brand and the product that you're marketing. Because this is the first thing that customers will pick up, will open, will touch and feel and see. And you think about a big box retail store, you have you know, a couple seconds, if that, to catch somebody's attention on a shelf with hundreds of products and think about, you know, from their website design, that's a whole nother story, but there's millions of websites out there. So thinking about how to design something that speaks your brand is, is also very crucial and vital. Um, but it took a lot of trial and error. There was a lot of trips that we made to auto parts stores and just went down the hitch aisle and looked at what other companies are doing and how can we improve it? How can we make it better? Um, and so you can see that this box is bright red, which is not something you see on a lot of shelves at auto parts stores. And so that was one idea that we had to really make it stand, um, pop out at somebody as they're walking down the aisle. It, it fascinates me so much because I had a conversation recently with someone and it was almost a journey I went on during this conversation. And we were talking not about packaging per se, but I was talking about social media and just YouTube and everything else. And it's very much driven off the limited amount of time. And I said, well, I don't do that. I like to research things. I like to watch longer videos. I like to jump into the details. And I said, oh no, you do do it. Like think about when you walk into a store. Um, mm -hmm. Do you ever not buy something because of how it's packaged or do you ever not notice it because it's a white box in a sea of white boxes on a shelf and i go you know i do do that yeah. i have picked up a product before and i don't like the packaging it's in or i just don't go any further so i think even subconsciously we do that whether it's in a store or on a website or any place we we watch content or just learn more mm -hmm. information about things yeah and i think tying in with that you think about the trends of social media, everything nowadays is about instant gratification. You think about TikTok, you're constantly scrolling. So our minds in a sense are wired to think quickly. Okay, if this isn't interesting me, I'm on to the next thing. And that's the same thing when you walk into a store, 
And now that you mentioned it, you're going to be much more aware of it as you're walking down an aisle or you think about even like end caps of shelves of retail stores. If it's something bright and flashy or sparkly, you're going to notice that and you're going to want to see what it is or what 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 is the product that they're selling there. Um, so, yeah, it's it's been an interesting journey going through <laughs> figuring that out. But it's been a lot of fun. Sometimes I'll have people who are older than me tell me, oh, well, social media and these apps, they're just, they're so short. They're, 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 there's no depth to them. My generation didn't do that. And when you just mentioned end caps and packaging in stores, I'm like, oh no, your generation did do it. It was just in a store or, or yeah. um, a sign on the side of the road. You mm -hmm. had to capture somebody's attention while they're driving 65 miles an hour on a highway to pull yeah. off to go to the store. So we've always done it. It's just a different platform we're using to do it. Yeah, absolutely. With um, the the things that are coming up, you know, this year is where can people ask questions? Because whenever we, we do one of these episodes, I'll get people who will message into me and I'm not an expert on towing. I'm not an expert on Gen Y Hitch. And I can struggle with answering their question because I don't know the answer. <clears throat> where can people learn more or reach out to you guys and be able to ask questions like, you know, will this work for my tow rating on my truck or this type of trailer or how will this fit? How can they connect with you guys that way? Yeah, we're really um, accessible on all platforms that we represent ourselves. So social media, Facebook, Instagram, even TikTok, we have people DMing us on there now too. Um, I would say the quickest way would be sending us an email. So sales at genyhitch.com is something that most of us have access to. So we're able to monitor that and our sales team is very active on there. Instagram, I would say majority of our messages come on Instagram. So there's a lot of um, eyes on that as well. So I would say it's pretty hard to not get a hold of us. Uh, our typical hours throughout the day are 7 a.m. to 5 Eastern time. So within that time frame, if you give us a call or shoot us an email, you'll be able to speak to somebody. I had some shop owners ask me, how can I, how can I sell Gen Y hitches? And I know most of the people listening, they're truck owners. They don't have a business and sell these things, but I wanted to spend a little bit of time on that side. So, you know, diesel shop, they're, they're working and servicing a lot of customers that tow and they want to sell your product. How does that work? How do they get set up with you guys or, or how do they, how do they establish a dealer account with Gen Y Hitch? Yeah, so we've actually got a dealer application on our website. So if they fill that out, that automatically notifies our um, outside sales team. So Rachel and Jason, they manage our dealer accounts across the, the US and then Thomas handles our international dealer accounts. So once they fill that out, we're notified. And then we have, there's a series of questions on there. So if there's any additional questions, one of those sales reps will reach out and then get them set up and make sure that they understand, you know, what the rules are or what the products we have or what kind of their business is to see if it's a good fit at the same time. And then, yeah, from there, they're able to become a dealer. Do you guys get lots of different types of towing questions from international customers versus ones in the U.S. or Canada, or are they pretty much the same? A lot of the same questions regarding you know, what the product is, what's torsion flex, how does that work? But um, interestingly enough, one of our biggest markets is Australia. And that's been a market that has boomed over the last year, year and a half for us. And so Thomas, 
handles all of the, the dealers and accounts there. Um, we've actually signed on a dealer in Chile in the last year, a dealer in the UK, and we're getting more and more inquiry, inquiries um, internationally. But the, the whole design of the hitches is, is a little bit different because everything is in metric overseas. So we've made some modifications. Um, I'm working on another box right now for Australia. So everything on that has to be metric. So it takes a lot of research and communication with the dealers over there, but we're definitely growing and expanding internationally. I wanted to ask that because I'll, I'll look at, um, I love stats and analytics and things that uh, pertain to anything, but specifically with the podcast. And I'll see the number of players we have in Australia or in Germany or Finland or some of these other places that, you know, they're listening to an episode about a Duramax or Cummins and some of the really cool builds and the vehicles that they have over there are so awesome. So I don't like to forget about the people that listen to the podcast or are going to be interested in your products that might not be in the U.S. or Canada, but they have these towing needs. Mm -hmm. They they need and, and want this stuff. So it's really cool to see the uh, the truck community I guess, be international and being able to deliver this awesome towing product to people anywhere in the world. Yeah. And even in Australia, the the camping and overlanding market is so huge over there. And so for myself doing the research on the market over there and getting to talk with Chris, our distributor over there has been a really neat experience just to learn about what type of vehicles they tow with, what type of towing capacities do they tow with, and then figuring out are there different products that we can create for that market that might not really suit the American market, but might do a lot better over there. And so kind of picking their brain and working with their team is a lot of fun. I had a question. I didn't prep you beforehand for it is I thought it would be good for you to have like not any time to think about it or, or anything like that, but I had a younger person message in and they're in college and they're majoring in I think marketing or something to do in business but they're really into trucks and they said I would love to know what are some tips that one of your guests would give me to be able to take kind of my passion for business and marketing but do it in the truck world in the truck industry Mm -hmm. and you were the first person that I thought of to ask what would you advise someone that wants to learn these concepts, these concepts, wants to be able to take this passion Mm -hmm. that they have, but then apply it to the truck world? Because I have no idea how to do it. And I'm a a pupil listening right now as well, but that'd be good to to be able to give it to them. Yeah. That's a great question too. Um, For me, I guess the biggest piece of advice would be just research as much as you can and be a sponge to soak in all the information that you can. Cause for myself coming into the truck market, I've grown up, I like trucks, they were cool and neat, but I wouldn't say that I was a truck enthusiast or knew everything about trucks. So over the years, um, I guess another piece of advice would be to be able to adapt quickly to different situations. Um, Because what I've done over the course of my career is research as much as I can and learn from those around me, but also adapt to different situations and um, things that have happened over the course of my career. So um, I guess just humble yourself and understand what you don't know and ask questions whenever um, whenever you can with the, the experts that are around you and try to 
maybe follow in their footsteps for a day to see what they're doing or how they function, how they talk with customers. Being able to speak with our customers has taught me a tremendous amount. Um, and, you know, I'm not shy to, to also let them know like, hey, I'm, I'm not sure about your question, but let me get somebody on the phone that knows how to answer this question. So um, I guess just be open to learning and be, be adapting to situations, I would say. Do they need to have experience in the automotive industry? Like say uh, somebody sent in an application, no. you know, what, because I think, I think some people can hesitate and they think, well, I need to have worked for this type of company or marketed this to be able to have my dream job. And what are your thoughts on, yeah. on that? Well, I'm a testimony that you don't need any experience in the automotive industry. Uh, I would say a, a big portion of our team here at Gen Y Hitch did not have prior experience or knowledge of the automotive industry. But what our team does have is the, um, I guess, the drive and the willingness to learn and understand when they don't know something and ask questions. So I would say you absolutely do not need experience. Um, if you have some interest or you like the automotive industry, that obviously helps because if you don't like it, then you're not going to want to learn about it. But yeah, I, that's what I would say. I think that's the biggest, the biggest part of it is, you know, I didn't have any experience in this and a lot of people I know they didn't, they, they didn't, there are some, but most of us didn't have any sort of background. Our family wasn't in automotive, but we loved it or a part of it appealed to us. And so they, you know, just mm -hmm. don't let the, don't let that stand in your way. So if you're passionate about it, and I, I really appreciated that question because I, I know I went through that as well. I'm sure we all have is I love this, this field, this industry, but I don't have the experience mm -hmm. or I don't know if I, you know, if they'd even look at my resume and just, just like you said, be a sponge. Cause there's so much to learn. I think in a way it may yeah. be almost best to not have a lot of experience because you have no preconceived notions of what it's going to be or what to expect. And you're just like a clean slate to be able to absorb, you know, yeah. everything about the brand and the product and, and learn the customer base. Yeah. And it's going to be a fresh start because it can be an intimidating industry to, to get into if you let it be. But for me, it was just more so, everything is new and exciting. So learn as much as you can along the way. Awesome. Well, it, it's always fantastic to, to chat with you, Don. I love, as I mentioned before, how you guys do business, how you appeal to, to people, how you get their attention, the quality of the products. There's a ton of cool things you guys are doing this year. The Ditch Your Hitch campaign, some major new releases. So I love following you guys and I always encourage anybody who's interested make sure you follow gen y even if you're not in the market or you don't tow you have to follow them for the amazing gifts and means and the information <laughs> that they have it's we awesome. try <laughs> <laughs> thank you we appreciate that patrick don't forget diesel fans head on over to kershaw.kaiusa.com if you're in the market for a knife use code 20 diesel for 20 percent off site-wide we really appreciate our friends over at kershaw knives offering that discount just for diesel podcast listeners so it's a great way to save some money get some really cool gear uh, they've got a bunch of new models for 2023 their latest is the duralock which is a new opening mechanism it's super smooth the way that it keeps your 
your fingers away from the blade when you're opening closing it they're really nice i've got a few of them myself um love throwing them in a pocket you know in a in a tool bag in the glove box um you, you know use them all the time so if you're in the market for a knife great way to save some money and we appreciate them offering that discount code just for you guys also want to give a shout out to some of our patreon supporters tyler lowen a 23 diesel j cole john all of our other patreons all of you who subscribe on youtube podcast apps follow us on instagram facebook tiktok we appreciate all your support and we look forward to bringing you more of the content that you want to hear about diesel trucks in 2023. Until next time, keep the shiny side up.